This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers the fresh ingredients you need to create home-cooked meals. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to BlueApron.com slash BadChristian. You are now entering the Bad Christmas Party. Gong! Hit it. Bad Christian. We talk about the Lord. We say the bad words and we don't believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> right. Welcome that, to the what bad Christmas, Christmas is all about. Fuck Satan. Fucking Satan. <laughs> wait, wait. Actively, it's, the, uh, it's a don't big go there, screw Joey. you to Satan. Don't go every there, Joey. Christmas. <laughs> Satan sucks, and that's what we're saying. That's right. You were on the naughty list too much. Welcome to the bad Christmas party, yep. everybody. So I don't know if you can figure this out or not. If you're watching live, great. If you're just listening, I think you're gonna enjoy it too because we've got Matt. That's me, Toby, and Joey in the room here. We're all in Seattle. We just had our Christmas party. Yes, we did. Our company Christmas party, which is a mm. monumental thing for us that we were able mm. to do such a thing. We sold some tickets. We played music. Emery was there, Vocal Few, a bunch of great music. Um, we were able to fly people into town. We had an open bar, and, and uh, it, it, was a, it really was a really special event. And we thought it was so cool for the people that got to come that we wanted to kind of do something like a Christmas party tonight live while we were still in town. So thank you guys for joining us in the holiday season. Yep. I hope you like our decorations. So we're doing like a normal know. office party. Like we're drinking. That's right. We're hanging out. We're, you know, we've got decorations. Yep. This, this is a BC corporation Christmas this is a, party our right global now. party so if you're in together. Singapore yeah. or Siberia or yeah. Greenland wherever Joey you are. already took his shirt off and danced and vomited because right. he's wasted yeah that's right and so th- there's another really important thing about this is we we paid our friend Brett who's my favorite audio guy that I know to come and capture and record and mix our Christmas party yep. so we did a live podcast there and then Emory pl- we had a bunch of BC artists Chad Gardner from King's Kaleidoscope and Zach Bolin uh, we had Dan from Sherwood uh, Emory played some songs vocal few and and we have a Christmas EP yeah that we captured in real time live at our Christmas party Sunday night. We want to share it with you. We're going to play a couple songs from that tonight and show you what the party looked like and felt like. We're going to do an episode here, and we're just going to hang out for a while with with all you guys. And we're going to try to look and see if we can take a few questions after the break, too, and interact with you guys. Yeah, if you have any questions, send them in. Yeah, we're going to we're going to see if we can do do that here. So we're going to it'll be fun. Now, if you're interested in getting or downloading the uh Christmas album, it's a way to like I told you, I got my favorite audio guy Brett uh Baird to do audio. So paid him we paid him $600. Son of a bitch. Which isn't that bad <laughs> to make this album. We have artwork and we had a bunch of expenses at the party. So we're going to sell it as pay what you want. So if you want to pay us 1 cent for your ticket to this Christmas party, or you want to pay five cents to download our Christmas album or EP. I don't even know how many songs are on it, probably seven or eight songs. Um, you can do that. You can go to badchristian.com or follow the link in this Facebook feed you're looking at right now, and you can just go over there and pay any amount you want. Yeah, any amount that you want. Just remember, we paid $600 to yeah. record it. Right, we're, we're trying to raise over just 600 to break even on recording and mixing right. the, the album. Right. That's, we have that's kids. the idea. We have Christmas and kids. Um, but uh, if you want to pay anything for it, $5 <laughs> would be probably fair. $7, a dollar a song would be good, 7 
seven dollars. But yeah. if you want to pay more than that, it'd be great. hundred would you be a blessing. A, if you want to play a, pay a nickel, no hard feelings well, on that. Oh, pay Matt, a, let me let me explain this. We want you guys to plant a seed. There's somebody. There's somebody <laughs> watching right now that yes. ha, doesn't maybe have Spotify. There's somebody out there right now that doesn't have Apple Music, and you are sitting there not listening to Christmas music. Plant a seed. Yeah. Plant a seed. And, plant and, a seed. And I'm gonna I'm gonna promise you something here today. I think the if, Lord's telling you this right yeah, now. Yeah. Is, if, th- is this a you, word? If you give us money, I yes, Joey Svensson, Pastor Joey, I'm gonna intercede for you for Ooh. three seconds. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. my I, Lord. I, well, here's what I'll do: is I'll say your name uh-huh. and I'll say unto the Lord. Wow, Amazing. that is. I mean, if, if that's a how much of a seed is that? That's a big ass seed. That's a big seed. Yeah. Big ass That's seed. like a seed that's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we had all of Emory was here. We were about, the other things interesting is we had Dave, Devin, Toby, Josh, me, and we spent a few days before the Christmas party writing new Emory songs. So that's a big announcement. We're on Emory's Facebook page live right now. Emory's got a new album. Guess how many songs we've got, people? We got like 15 Good new Emory God. songs. Yum. So we wrote them in two batches, but we just wrote a new batch of Emory songs, and you're going to love those too. So we'll get some details about when we're going to work on the album or figure that stuff out. But just so you know, um, we're excited about that very much. Now, like I said, we're going to do a, a regular episode here. So uh, we're going to do some music later. And Toby, you want to do a song tonight? I would like to perform to really a song celebrate. Live. Yeah, so Toby's going to stand up here and actually perform a song. We'll play some performances from it. Anyway, mm. back to the normal grind a bad Christian. Um, here's something I've been kind of sitting on for a little bit. had not had time to tell y'all okay. what I do, but my dad just got into the text messaging game. <laughs> I love when adults get into something it. particular like so that. I have, I have no history whatsoever <laughs> with my dad and text right. messaging. As far as I know, he's not been text messaging anybody. Maybe he, I don't know when he got even got into it, but he apparently got into it because I started getting some texts from him. The total amount of texts I've got from him so far is three. Okay, now I'm going to read this verbatim. I'm sure he'll find out or my mom will get this. So I'm going to, you know, this is a, I'm probably betraying my dad just a little bit, but I think it's worth it. (laughs) It's worth it. Dad betrayal is okay I feel a little bad. I should have cleared it with him, but I do think this is worth it. I'm sorry, daddy. Um, All right. First text message I ever got from my dad (laughs) is about three weeks ago. And here's what it says. Go Tigers. <laughs> it was during the Clemson game. He figured, whatever reason, he figured to text me. He texted me, Go Tigers. That's it. I wrote back. That's so awesome. Go Tigers or something like that. Now, a couple weeks later, we lost a uh, football game. Right. We lost to Pitt. Clemson Tigers lost yeah. to Pitt. My dad texted me that day or the next morning, bad performance by the Tigers yesterday. Maybe they'll play better now. They'll be very lucky to make the playoffs. How are my grandbabies? They keeping you busy. So he started to come alive a little bit. Right, right. Asking about the grandbabies. Little conversational. I, I don't keep yeah. in touch with my dad that well. So he had to ask about the grandbabies, which is like meaning right. you're, you're not sending me enough photos or FaceTiming sure. or calling us. So right. I'm going to ask about that to bug you a little bit. So right. that's a, a good amount of maturity right. between text message one and two. Yeah. Now, he makes a giant leap forward in communication on text message three. So are you ready? I'm going <laughs> to read this to you. Okay. Look how long it is. Text message three <laughs> is this long. Ah, boy. <laughs> He's showing out. Right, so here it is. That's awesome. Again, two text messages about Clemson Tigers is all I've ever received. And then right. out of the blue the other day, no communication. This is not predicated on any previous conversation or anything. I get a giant gray bubble on my iPhone from my dad. And okay. here's what it says. 
I'm not a good uh, reader, so forgive me if I mess this up. I aspire to be open and completely honest in my dealings with other people. Often, you know in advance in specific instances that doing so will cause unpleasantness that you would not encounter otherwise. A case in point, colon, I told Jenny, that's my mom. Yeah. I'm so uncomfortable that he's reading this. (laughs) (laughs) I told Jenny that I voted a straight Republican ticket. I underestimated the misery that sharing that information would cause. She is, quote, unhinged, to use one of her own expressions, over Trump winning the election. I understand her concerns, but she is obsessing over issues that may or may not come about, and her expectations paint the most pessimistic view of Trump that you could imagine. I'm trying very, very hard to hang on. (laughs) I cannot believe this. Sorry, Dad. This is too funny, though. But because I cast my vote for Trump, I am a racist, Islamophobic, misogynistic, gay-hating, alt-right fascist. While I know that I am none of the above, I am tried and convicted as far as she's concerned. Moral of the story? Lying by omission may be the way to go. <laughs> and then, oh, and then wow, right after, man. another bubble. How are my grandbabies? I ask again. <laughs> Can you believe Okay, that? is your dad yeah. going to be pissed? He might be, but listen, my dad is awesome. My parents are I great. I love your dad. Yeah, let let that, me smooth that over yeah. immediately. That is, But that is too funny to not share. And I'm sorry if they're... If, Irritated that I shared that. It's too that. real and authentic. It. and It's just amazing. too funny. I love the text. Like, like here's the thing. That <laughs> that only, I mean, it really endears your dad I to know. me. Like, I mean, I'm just like, wow, how awesome that your dad figured out a new a medium for conversation and then took advantage of it. And, like, here, here's what, you know what's really funny about that? A third yeah, text message to me was it, that. It just, uh, once again, it makes me go, well, shit, man, man man's dad's really great. Like, <laughs> he is. He's the he best. was thinking about you. And he chose you to tell that to. Right. Yeah. Like, that's pretty, that's right. awesome. Right. Like, like, I mean, that's a real, little bit vulnerable thing. Now, he picked the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exact wrong person to send a text I, I to. I betrayed him immediately. Right. But I mean, like, it is really awesome that Buddy would say that. Like, that is such a well-written, super well-written text message. I know. Like, but my dad's very smart. He's yeah. very articulate. And I mean, he, that, the, he even he the genuine, grammar. I know. He's genuinely concerned with, like, Maybe teaching me something there. Yeah, I like, love I, it. Like, like I think it's well, beautiful. But, really. but, but how awesome was it? They left the question open ended. I mean, what was the last statement about lying? What was that again? <laughs> no, moral of the story. Lying, moral of the story. Omission, lying by omission. omission may be the way to go. Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a little bit of humor there, and right. I mean, like, it's a brilliant text. Like, I to receive that is like so wonderful. Like, I, I, I'm almost jealous of you because I just think that is so awesome that your dad thought of you. To share that with, that's a long text where he sat on his phone and typed it out on a screen yeah. that didn't exist, year, you know, for the most the majority of his life and figured out a we, new medium yeah. and explained something to you. And what here's what I want to say. He used that perfectly. Like, that, that is such a great way to relay that information to his son. Because oh. if he'd have called you and tried to say it, it would have gotten mixed up and jumbled and not as good. He actually used the written word and mm-hmm. it. So clear and amazing. It's like, very I, clear. I love it. What is what's great about it? Well, I mean, let's just move on to this. I didn't I didn't know, but my dad's solid Trump voter. <laughs> but my mom is absolutely because I was talking to him when they were House out here when, when the baby was before our baby came when when the baby came, they were out here before the election, and she was 
I mean, she and my wife are both the same. Like, if, if people right. talk about Trump, they get angry and shake the like my parents aren't this these super conservative people even my mom is you know again as his words say unhinged that he won the election like she's very distraught about yeah, it yeah and then but she's married to my dad who's like you know what this is, he thought that's what he should do and that's where he's at he's a trump voter right which is great i didn't know that like i didn't i didn't i didn't even know that he would would do that and i don't think it's i like his point of view I think it's really interesting and articulate. And I do say thank you. I'm not make. Yeah. I'm not trying to make too much make fun of you. I appreciate uh, my parents' ability to be involved. There's well, a decent I, chance I, they're listening. They, yeah, they'll <laughs> figure it out. Well, I, 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 I want to highlight something that could go unnoticed as well is when he says, "I'm not these things that he listed, like homophobe and right, right. anti." That's the god honest truth. Of course, he's not. Like, I mean, right. one or two daughters that are lesbians. I mean that that he that, <laughs> not that I, no Joey. I'm just saying that he loves his his daughters and I mean I've never seen him say anything negative about those uh, relationships that he has with them and I mean I hung out with him gosh I think it was like a few weekends ago and it's just like talking to him there's he's not even close that's interesting to what people yeah, yeah. write him to what to how people write Trump voters off I mean he does not fit the bill at right. all. I mean, absolutely. That, that, this is, I mean, this text alone is such a huge topic because you're right. You did, we just read a text that here's what I took from that. Very thoughtful, feels pressured because he voted a certain way from his wife. Yeah. Who knows and, him totally right, too. And also somewhat, I thought the, the way he said it was he really was thinking about his wife too. Like and she's me. unhinged right. and upset and, and concerned and thinking, what is her husband like this? But he actually wrote a really thoughtful text to his son he chose his son to write this to this didn't go out to a bunch of people you're probably the only person that got this right that, that, all and, these things all these different factors are blowing my mind right now <laughs> because it what a thoughtful thoughtful text and and like here's the thing too like now i wonder after listening to this is your mom texting you right now <laughs> yeah no i'm not that'll be the end of the text messages from my family i've just cut off that form of communication I imagine. we're done with that so will, will, hey, will hey. he give you somewhat of a lecture like well son i, I don't know. Expect i want to agree with buddy i fully believe I, I realized this week and we've been talking about this people want to be lied to they prefer it every single time if your dad would have said man i voted all the way for hillary your mom would have been happier Everything would have been easier and a lie would have been fine because it doesn't matter. Like, it didn't matter that he told her the truth. Like, everybody always says the truth. Uh, now, this sounds really counter to Christian faith and <laughs> theology, but I'm telling you, people want to be lied to. They do not want the truth. They don't care. And part of the problem with this is this whole idea of Trump is a little bit made up too. The, 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 like, there's a lie there of the disaster or there's a lie there that he's great. Like those are both lies. He's not great or un the worst human in the world, but there. So we can't even get to the truth, and everybody wants that. Like yep. your mom wants to believe how shitty Trump is, and your dad wants to believe how good he is, and hope and have hope. So that was what I pulled out of that too. Is your dad wants to have hope that it'll be okay, but right. he feels very pressured that his decision was just awful. You know what I mean? But I mean, my dad definitely voted for Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, besides. Some Californians, I guess a lot of people did too. It's right. really crazy. It's not like, I mean, 
Trump, he, he won. Trump did win. I mean, he won the electoral. You have you, to get you a lot imagine of votes. Your parents voted Trump. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know I, they did. Well, I don't. I don't know if I can say that officially. <laughs> but you imagine they did. Yeah, they, 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 they did. They don't listen to this podcast, of course. They. Do they, you think that anybody voted for Trump though? Like, do you think there was a decent majority that voted for Trump because of God? They thought he oh, was yeah, God's totally. candidate. Well, you got, well now I, that I, is absurd. No, I, mean, I can got, tell you that. That's my, absurd. I can tell you my parents were definitely motivated by. The, the the current climate of our economy, like kind of the writing on the wall of a collapse, the Obamacare, and just all these sorts of things that have been instated that they just believe needs to be pulled back big time. And just the the perceived loosey-goosiness in the military and how we handle ourselves with other countries and everything. I mean, there's a lot of people that think Law and order, but when they say law and order, they're not thinking civil rights. I mean, that's uh, I'm not sitting here defending Trump, but it it does <laughs> it does bother me when people equate the whole law and order thing with going back to civil rights era. And you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe that's what Trump means. And if so, damn it, that sucks. But I'm well. Let's not get too. I didn't even want that to go no, political, no, no, totally. but I wanted to just think of how funny it was that his text evolution was. Two lines, go Tigers. I know, it's amazing. something else, and then just dropped a paragraph. I, I hope that you didn't sabotage texting with your dad, because it seems like it could be just a, a great one. Look, look, I've played him talking. We, we had him on the podcast before. We didn't know his arm. I was holding the phone up right. to the mic, and we yeah. had him sit in on the podcast. My dad's a great sport, so I'm anticipating, maybe in the same way, way that Bam Margera or Tom Green's dad were yeah. good sports. I'm hoping my dad's kind of like them, as yeah. best I can hope for. We, well, I mean, but, you're... Uh, you're <laughs> Super lucky and awesome because my dad would be infuriated. <laughs> my dad would be just, I mean, he wouldn't be able to believe it. I, I, mean, I think my dad would be pretty upset too. You think your dad would sure. be mad if you just read it? That yeah. was probably wrong. I, I, yeah. Joey, does your dad text you? Uh, yeah, but it's it's more, it's not that kind of stuff. I mean, it's definitely more along the lines of, hey, thanks for coming over. Really yeah. love you. Or, hey, your mom's going to stop by, you know, little, yeah, little my short dad stuff like that. has never texted me once. And I think he thinks because it costs money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, 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 my what are you favorite, talking about? I got minutes. My favorite. I'm going to call you. I'm not going to do that. That might be 25 cents. My favorite is when our parents' generation goes on Facebook and they sign off on their comments or <laughs> or like they send you a text and they sign it. It's like, we, we know it's you. You know what the other funny one is? I have, yeah, right. I have pictures on my Facebook page where it's uh, where the comments are only my mom and mother-in-law. Now, here's what's crazy about that. Both of their profile pictures are just pictures of their grandchildren, which is insanely goofy if you think about it. Right. But they don't understand. It's a little weird. Like my mom's picture is a picture of Geraldine. So it says <laughs> Jenny Carter, and she's commenting on a picture of me and Bridget in Georgia. Right. And it looks like my baby daughter's right. commenting. <laughs> and the next comment below that is my mother-in-law, whose profile picture is Georgia, <laughs> who comments again. So it looks like I posted something and my baby and my three-year-old are just blowing up the comment section because they don't know their profile pictures should should be them. It just should. <laughs> I, I fully believe that women either do their children or grandchildren or booty shots for their Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's it. It's just it. It's where it's where it goes. All right. They don't so ever do themselves. I want to know. Let's let's now move into talking about our Christmas party. And did you guys have a good time? Is yeah. there any stuff you want to tell people uh, about it? Like we we did take a little time at the Christmas party to reflect a little bit, and we did a podcast at the Christmas party. So we're gonna put that right. out later this week. Um, you'll hear us live doing a, a, a relatively short podcast for the people that came. It was about half uh, ticketed people and BC club people and about half guest list. Yeah. Artists and the people that work for us, we took time to thank them and appreciate it. And we had a really good time. And I let I told Joey, I said, if you want to celebrate what we've done with Bad Christian or talk about ourselves, this is probably a decent time to do it. Um, the truth is we've been doing this thing two years. This podcast has been downloaded over 7 million times. It's insane. And so I don't like to sit back and think about that or self-congratulate a lot. but I do often. I, you know, that's a really nice Christmas present for me that playing in Emory and doing this podcast makes up my whole, most of my whole full-time living. And there's that many people that, that care about it and do it. So I, I mean to say thank you to anybody that would be listening Anybody that likes Emory's Facebook page came to the Christmas party. Um, it, it really is cool. And I just, I can only say that in a very sincere way. I enjoyed the Christmas party a great deal. I was wondering how yeah. y'all felt. At the well, event. okay. So this is the first Christmas uh, in a while. And besides one year where I haven't worked at a church, uh-huh. right? So anybody that's ever worked at a church or volunteered at a church knows, Joey, you know this. Christmas time is like the time that and Easter is like, it's go time. It's all hands on deck. You know, it's decorating, it's music, it's learning this It's different videos. It might be a, a play or a musical that you do or whatever, all this stuff. Yeah. So this year I've been so looking forward because Christmas music, music, and Christmas time is one of my favorite times of the year, but the church destroyed that with me. <laughs> it destroyed it. But, well, it was just so much work and pressure that I I haven't really, I, I can honestly say this, I haven't really enjoyed Christmas for quite a while, right? So <laughs> I worked in a That's place. That's like a really sad statement. <laughs> I worked it's in been a, years <laughs> since I've enjoyed Christmas because of because, church. Because of the place that brought me to him. <laughs> the, the reason why we celebrate. He's the reason for the season. But the place that I worked ruined at. Ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Ruined it for it, years. I, I have to take some credit for that. I ruined it for myself, but it is a lot of pressure and a lot of stuff to get done. And so, the, you know, the after the Christmas service, what I mean, it's just like exhaustion or whatever. And so, and a lot of that might be I put on myself, but so this year, don't work at church, but we did plan this Christmas party, which is very similar to church in a way because yeah. we had Stressful, to plan we had yeah. to plan music. Yeah. We had to plan decorations, all this stuff. And then day of, we're trying to get this stuff. And I'm trying to, you know, I went and bought some decoration stuff and I didn't know what was going to happen. Hey, you had to, I mean, little things. I don't know where we didn't have plates or cups or whatever it might be, little things here and there. And the whole time I'm thinking, well, we're going to do uh, this song and I wrote a funny rap before it. So I got to learn that. And then, and then we're going to do a podcast. Like there's all these different thank details. Everybody and talk to everybody. Right. And, yes, totally. And, and try to enjoy it yourself. Yeah. So everything. in a way I was feeling that same pressure. I was putting it on myself and then kind of, I would say, a, I don't know, an hour or two before I was like, Oh, wait a minute. We're actually doing a Christmas party for people that love our podcast and think similarly to us. A lot of people flew here from other states. Yeah, uh, all these people are excited to be here. We're gonna have a great night. There's alcohol. You don't get. You usually get that at church. There's uh, fun, you know, some fun food and good stuff, good times. There's gonna be good music. People are doing it, and I really was able to take a breath and go, wait a minute, this work is like for friends. Like this is a real party. Yeah. So at, I actually was able, even though there was some stress, 
trying to figure out some stuff and knowing, hey, well, we got to do this, this, and this. I actually, for a minute, was able to go, okay, well, for longer than that. But I was actually able to go, wait, this is really awesome. This is a culmination of years of work where these people are here to party with us because this podcast is fun and good and big. Like all those things, I was like, man, I actually have a lot to be thankful for. (laughs) And so it was really neat. Yeah. I mean, a, a crazy addition to everything you just said, too. And I didn't even think of this until now. A lot of the conversations I had with people were extremely God-centered. Like, for example, Dan Coke came up to me and said, and just started asking me some questions like, where am I at spiritually? I talked to three or four people that felt burned by Mars Hill and, and you know, lots of deep observations in that and, and just all sorts of conversations. You three people. Right? <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> it was just like, if you think about it, how that's about the best depiction of church you could ever imagine. You just got through saying, celebrating, hanging out with people, laughing with people, drinking and everything. And a lot of the conversation, it didn't need to be, and nobody forced it. It was, it just came out naturally, but I don't know. I, I, I told Priscilla on the phone, I was like, you know, I don't, and I know this, this sort of talk probably bothers Matt a little bit, maybe even Toby too, but I don't hardly ever slow down and really reflect on just how big of a deal what we're doing to other people. Like I, it, it just like, I don't, I don't think to myself, wow, we're awesome. This is such a big deal. But then when I have conversations with people <laughs> that talk about it in a way of this has changed my life and I have met people that I'm just like, man, this is pretty cool. <laughs> like I'm, I'm happy that people are happy uh, to be a part of this. So. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. I, it was very fun getting to talk to people too. Like I, I, I had the same thing. We had some, I actually, in the time we were there, had some good, great conversation about all kinds of things, yeah. like God, you know, or politics or whatever it might be. So I thought it was really good. And so everybody that didn't get to be there, we are probably going to try and do this. Somebody had a great idea. We should try and do this annually. So I think we'll try and do this again next year too. And maybe we'll make it bigger and we'll announce it sooner. And everybody from wherever can fly in and we'll make it even bigger and more music and whatever we can do. I think next year could be even more fun. And I'm looking forward to that work because it, it was great. Like one of the best things about this podcast, I think is that we try to be as authentic as we can. We're not always, I'm not going to bullshit you and say that this is totally us and we're just being the most real humans in the world but we try for that we strive for that as much as we can and I really get that feeling that people feel that way like it's so fun when Matt said this but when somebody walks up to you and they have listened to the podcast you don't have to go through all the bullshit uh small talk stuff they're they're asking me real thing. oh man you moved to Nashville that has to be kind of crazy like I didn't have to go well I just recently moved to Nashville and then there's this weird uncut like it's really Been fun. quite cold lately <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like how's the change from the beach of Charleston to net like is it like I get to have some real conversation yeah. uh, with folks and that's what I thought was really yep, fun somebody about came it too. right up to me and said walks straight up to me and says, hey, man, I'm sorry to hear about your dog because my dog is yeah. sick and, and not going to make it. And we got to just immediately start talking about that. That right. is so cool. Yeah, I, mean, I yep. enjoy it in our community so much. So we're going to take a break in a second. I'm going to okay. tell you a couple of things. But Merry Christmas, everybody. If you're out there and this is your Christmas party and you're sitting in front of your Dell laptop, make you a drink. Toast with us here. Let's toast. Y'all Let's got, toast it. Y'all got I'll any? have a drink. Okay. Me and Toby will toast. Here, give me that bottle. You hold the ginger. Here's a beer. Merry Christmas, Toby. Merry Christmas, Matt. Merry Christmas, Joey. You know, Merry Christmas, Joey. When when people cheers and clank their glasses together, it means an angel just got their wings. That's right. So, again, if you're just joining or us. Or a sinner was annihilated. 
If you're just joining us, we are gonna um, we're gonna play some music when we get back. Toby's gonna do a song, and we're gonna play an uh, Emory song. Hold on, every time you clean, every time a bell rings, a sinner's annihilated. Yeah. That would be pretty safe amazing. from hell. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, safe from hell, By but annihilated. <laughs> hey, let's send let's another sinner to another. Yeah, send uh, another annihilation. Goodbye, goodbye, sinner. Goodbye, sinner. <laughs> So whatever I was you. saying was something along the lines <laughs> of annihilation, the doctrine of annihilation, man. I think it was that we have a Christmas album that we recorded a couple nights ago at the Christmas party. So right. there's a couple of Emory songs, Vocal Few, King's Amen. Kaleidoscope, Zach Boland, uh, Dan from Sherwood. And we're giving that away. Well, not giving it away. You can pay whatever you want. One cent, $10, whatever you want to pay. You or go, a million. You can follow the link above here. Or you can go to badchristian.com and figure out how to get it. Um, I don't think it's getting – it was two nights ago, so Brett's mixing it right now. I got most of the mixes. They'll be done in, in the next few hours. So we'll get the thing out to you in, in a day or two at the latest. But it's almost being done mixed. We made our whole album. I think we're calling it the Bad Christmas Album um, or something like that. And it's live from our Christmas party. And you can hear the crowd noise and everything in it. It'll be a really nice thing to add to your holidays. So uh, if you want to – support us in any way or you just want to get the Christmas music, go pay a penny or go pay $10 and get our Christmas album. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Yep. We'll play a couple clips from the Christmas party just to give you the sense of it. And then Toby's going to do a song. Yeah. And are least. we even taking a break? We're going to pay some bills. They can stay with us, right? Yeah. we're going. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go pee, but you can pay yeah. a bill or two. Yeah, I'm going to pay some bills here. All right. All right. What is one of the most time-consuming things that that takes up part of your day and just ends up costing you lots of money, lots of time, and lots of energy. And what that is is buying food. We have to have it, right, Joey? Joey, you, I mean, I can look at you and see how much food you need. I'm skinny, huh? I need more food. No, Thank you. You probably Thank you. should. You should probably Thank get. You. Thank you. You should. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what I'm talking about here is. Our wonderful sponsor, Blue Apron. We have worked with Blue Apron for a long time. And the reason why is because we love this company. They are awesome. There is nothing worse than trying to get through the holidays, going to grocery stores, walking down the aisles, trying to find what you want, not really getting the best ingredients, not getting the freshest ingredients, but just that's your option. No longer. Blue Apron is the best, and in my opinion, awesome only option. They are great. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. So let me explain this to you. With Blue Apron, you get to pick out your meals and they send them to you. You get to, with Blue Apron, you do not have to go to the grocery store anymore. Meals are sent to you, the freshest ingredients, the amazing, amazing meals that you could never really plan out or make yourself because, well, at least for somebody like me, I've tried and tried to make great meals for my family, and I always fail. But with Blue Apron, it is easy and amazing. Blue Apron has, a stat, has established partners. Uh, they have 150 local farms and fisheries that they work with. And here's the other cool thing. With Blue Apron, you can cook together. Cooking together builds strong family bonds, and, re and research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. That is so cool. I love that. And those who spend a lot at restaurants or high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 a person for delicious meals. Let me tell you about a couple meals that are coming up. Roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley and glazed apples. Thai green coconut curry and sweet potato and jasmine rice. And brown butter and chestnut nochi. 
with Brussels sprouts and pea shoot salad. I, I mean, I have never even heard of some of those things. Like, I, I just wouldn't even think. I don't, I don't even know. Like, my, my menu for my life has been very limited, and Blue, Blue Apron has opened that up in an amazing way. I mean, they are sending meals to my Absolutely. house that I'm able to make, and they are delicious. It's so awesome. So, let me tell you this. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badchristian. Now, what I want to say, too, is when it comes, it's so cool. The packaging along, I'm going to surprise you. Order, do this deal right now because the packaging along is so amazing when it just shows up to your door. I mean, how they are able to keep it cool With and the fresh. Ice packs and, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's neat. So neat. So neat. So you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash bad Christian. Remember, first three meals free with free shipping. So what do you have to lose? I'm telling you, the ingredients are unbelievable. The vegetables, the meat, everything tastes amazing. Yeah. And you will be able to cook it. You will know what's going in your body. I love that. So blueapron.com slash bad Christian. All right. You guys finished up shopping? No, I got more to do. A little bit. Oh, but I, yeah. you, you know people. A little bit left. You know people. There's going to be people going out. Yep. December 24th. By, I, I was actually one of them last time because we had to get one last gift. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm in Target on the 24th of Christmas. Anyway, for those of you <laughs> that have more shopping to do, that means that you've got to go out. You got to find some stuff. Then you have to bring it home, wrap it, put it under the tree. There's a lot of stuff to do. So I just want to give you another idea, and that is Sherry's Berries. So no matter who you're shopping for, Sherry's Berries is the one-stop oh, shop love for it. everyone on your list. And I can't really think of anybody that I know that does not like strawberries dipped in unbelievable chocolate. Now, Sherry's Berries is not just strawberries. There are all sorts of goodness that they have. And uh, there's, it's a unique gift that's perfect for sharing. So here's, here's what I'd like for people to do. Think about this. You've got a choice right now whether or not to add and continue to walk in this stress of getting everybody Christmas presents, or you can go to the website, which is berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. And here's what they're offering is freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99. That's right now, that's 30% savings. Or you can double the berries for just $10 more, and you just need this code that we're going to give you, and that's bad Christian. Two words, bad Christian. So go to berries.com. That's B E R R I E S.com. And then when you check out, use the code bad Christian for this unbelievable deal. And let me just tell you, we have the three of us received this exact thing that you're going to order and it is worth it. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, yeah, it did not last a day in our All house. three of them didn't last a right. day. <laughs> right. It's wild. Right. It's, it's, it's really, really good stuff. And, and lastly, I just want to encourage you guys when, when we give these sorts of ads and everything, it is, a, it's not only are you supporting an awesome company like Sherry's, that is a great quality gift that your friends and family are going to love. You're also supporting this podcast that you're yep. listening to, which I think that would probably make you happy as well. But go now to berries.com and get this amazing deal. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we're back. There's our break there. And uh, let's do some music. So here uh, we're going to play one of the songs that uh, from the Christmas party the other night. And this one is awesome. 
it's, it really was a very private event and a world premiere of something. We learned and played a Christmas song that Emery wrote in 2005. And the song is called Ho, Ho, Hey, Away for Santa's Sleigh. Now, Devin wrote it. Devin has rejoined Emery. He's just back in the band. Uh, he's amazing. He's always been very important and a good friend of ours. He's been here all week. And we wrote a bunch of songs, a bunch of stuff that he came up with, and we just worked on it together. And then on Saturday, we relearned this song that we had written in the studio while we were doing the question. We were in the studio doing the question, and Tooth and Nail said, can you do a Christmas song for a compilation we have coming up? And Devin wrote the song, and uh, we put it together right in the middle of that recording session. We learned it this week, and we played it. We've never played it live, ever. And we learned it as a band and played it the other night at the Christmas party. Devin sang it. And our friend Melanie uh, Studley came and sang the girl part because we had a girl come in studio and sing it. <laughs> the so girl part. The girl part of singing. If Toby was saying that, he would have said the female part. I probably would have too. Yeah. Well, I, I say you, you would have said I'm it, in the woman me. part, I guess it is that she sang <laughs> or whatever. And, uh, but it, it was really cool. It rent, went really well. And, uh, Reva, we can roll this video. Are we ready to go on that? Okay, so this is a clip from it. Uh, you can't see the crowd. And you can't see a ton of stuff in this clip. But here's Emery live doing a Christmas This is going to bring back such good memories. I think it will for a lot of people. Man. So um, here's a little snippet from our Seattle party. So whenever you're ready, Reva.
All right. All right. All right. I, I, yeah. I got another thing that I want to Did you see me playing bass, though, before we go? I mean, very good. I mean, the bass that I play, I haven't played bass in years, and to play that good. Oh, it was pretty awesome. Joey, were you blown away? Because you were originally the bass player of Emory. Yeah, right? I was. I'm pretty much the original badass with the bass. Unstoppable badass. That's no, kind of where you got the name, remember? No, no. You were just. No, it wasn't badass. Just you bad. were bad. I mean, you were really bad. <laughs> and and bad. you're also an ass. <laughs> yeah, you are an ass. Oh, so when y'all said badass, that's... You were bad and okay. you're yeah, an you, ass. You gotcha. didn't understand the pause in between. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now... I'm slow I, too then. I would tell you what I did like, what I do like about that set was it's kind of like medium, like there was no distortion or screaming. I enjoyed that part about right. it. Right. And I love it when I'm playing with... Um, <laughs> Like, I was just the only guitar, and I know that might be a little selfish, but I like it when it's just... I was the only bass player, so I feel you. Yeah, I just like it, because <laughs> there's not much going on, and you can hear each thing really, really clearly, and that might just be being an older person, but I really like it when it's not a big wall of sound and click tracks and, uh, you know what I mean, backing tracks and distortion and all that stuff. I liked, I really enjoy playing in that vibe where it's a few people singing, a guitar, bass, and some drums just kind of barely doing it. Yeah. Cuz it, it just feels like so musical. To me, to me it does. I, I enjoyed it very much. I think it's very fun for me because so for a long time now I've just been the the lead singer. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like and so that to get to do that song, I got to play bass and not be the lead singer at all and we even had a guest vocalist Melanie come up and sing and she did a great job and so I was just like, man, this is so fun for me. Like sometimes I get jealous that to be the lead singer, you often have to, yeah. you know, it's, it's okay. First of all, I'm giant. I'm a giant human and I'm up there and I'm, I'm the oldest person in the band. So all <laughs> the, usually all, those persons, there's in the a room. lot going against me right away. Yeah, you're right? a giant human, <laughs> a giant human and I'm old. You're, you're usually at a, at a, at any one of our shows, you're the largest, <laughs> oldest person there. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time. So this night I still were those, uh, I still was those, those things, but for a, just for a moment, I got to be a bass player. Mm -hmm. And I just, man, I just enjoyed that bass. Like, it was just nice. Like, I didn't really have to sing or I didn't have to carry anything or worry or whatever. Like, I had two great vocalists up there. I was like, oh, man, this is just wonderful. It's kind of like a little bit of vacation where I got to really enjoy the music. Like, I was listen, I was playing the bass, so I was kind of really paying attention to the drums, like what Dave was doing. Yep. And I'm not a... I didn't do good <laughs> still. I'm not saying I was doing great at playing bass, but what I am saying is it's very fun yep. moving from lead singer to bass player. Woo. It's like a dream come true. Like if I could have been the bass player in like the Beatles, that'd be my ultimate. I would never want to be uh, Paul you, or, or John. You know, Paul was the bass player in the oh, Beatles. Oh, yeah. Right? Right? <laughs> Damn, that guy was you good. Know, the bass player I'll, for the Beatles is Paul McCartney, by the way. So. Shit, I guess it you're could right. could be a big role, too. I, yeah, I, okay, so maybe I want to be Ringo then, just in the yeah. back. Nobody thinks Ringo, I mean, he's an okay drummer, but he's not that great. So that's what I want to be. I want to be an okay musician in the giantest band in the world. I never want to be the lead singer. Okay, so there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of music that we did at the thing and at the Christmas party, and it's get it's 
literally, I'm impressed with this, is getting mixed as we speak. So most right. of them have been mixed, and some of the songs are getting mixed tonight. And then we're going to have this album, uh, actually a Bad Christian Music release out tomorrow. And it's uh, it's Pay What You Want. So anybody that enjoyed that Emory song, there's another song there's that Emory that does. Came from. I'm not going to even tell you what it is, but Emory did another song after that. Um, and then we had a bunch of other artists play. And Zach Boland, oh my gosh, it was just Yeah, Zach Boland was incredible. So you can click the link above, pay what you want, one cent, $10, $100, and get the uh, Christmas album that we made and are having mixed as we speak, which makes me feel very efficient. Yeah. And I love it. Um, another performance that I thought was particularly great that we pulled out and uh, chopped the video out was Vocal Few. They did a version of is Oh Holy Night, right? That's yeah. the song, right? Okay, so... Vocal Few did Oh Holy Night. Dan Koch uh, from Sherwood played this. What did he play? What is that instrument? Something harp. An e-harp. Well, it was really funny. I didn't know. I was like, I know what that instrument is, but I can't remember. So I typed in neat instru- instrument with buttons and strings, and it's an e-harp. <laughs> so I think it's electronic, elect- electronic harp. harp. So, yeah. yeah. So Dan played that. His wife, Jaffrey, came and sang. Great to hang out and see her. And they had some yeah. strings play, Christy and Matt McDonald. Uh, it was beautiful, and I, I pulled that one out and thought it would be a good one to share with everybody, too. So let's let's roll. I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's do two songs here in a row. Okay. we're going to celebrate Christmas. Because Hallelujah. Because it's, it's just that important. So, Hallelujah. Um, so, Toby, if you want to do a song, go Damn ahead. Damn it. Go i got to go back to be a lead singer. Yeah, be back to lead singer. So grab your guitar and okay. tune it okay. right here in real time. Not good in at that. studio, Toby's going to do a song. So we're going to roll this vocal. I'm going to do a song. live song here. In a and then Toby's going to do a live song right now for you guys just by himself, and we'll sit here and watch him. So you get your guitar and tune it, and Reva, roll this song from Vocal Few, who let me, let me make sure I say this too. They have a Christmas EP that's out now. I think it's called Snowdrift, yep. correct? And uh, you can find that at badchristian.com really good. or vocalfew.com. It's, for, it's, it's kind amazing. of for people that don't want to just the old cheesy Christmas music, right? right? It's awesome. Yeah. But uh, So they have a Christmas EP. We're going to roll a song that they did live last night, and it's incredible. And then Toby's going to give us something special. Yes, so. I will. All right, let's do it. Roll that song.
That CD is worth it too. Go get it. That it's is worth a, it. That's Vocal Few. They have Let a new Christmas it. EP out called Thank Snowdrift. You find it at, at badchristian.com. Um, you can find it there. Okay. So we're going to let Toby do a song. In well, a if you thought the Vocal Few was good, <laughs> think about the Vocal Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's something we're gonna do after that. Let me let me go ahead and ask everybody. You're yeah. tuning in live. This is a Christmas party. We want hey, it to we're be, having a party. We want it to be interactive. So here's the, can we do some stuff like questions? Can does it, I mean, we don't always get great questions, but if there's something you want to comment on or say or have us address, um, go ahead and ask it while Toby's gonna do this yeah. song, and then we'll we'll talk back. And, and it can be anything about it can be about music. I mean, it can be about podcasting. It can be about Christmas. It can be about right. sports, but think, sex, violence, hatred. But whatever you want, but it's ask. gotta be a good question. So we're gonna we'll do this thing as an interactive thing. So make your questions now. I'm watching the Facebook feed right here, so I can see Aaron, Bethany, Megan, Zach, Dana. I see you guys commenting right now. Everything anybody writes. I'm looking at it right now, and we'll do our best to address it and interact with you guys. And in the meantime, Toby Morrell of Emory, live yes. in studio Matt at the Toby. Bad Christian headquarters, is going to yes. do a song. He's from Matt and Toby, that band as well. What song do you want to do, Toby? Well, here's the thing. I've worked at a church. Remember I was saying earlier I've worked at a church? I yeah, can't, I've heard of that So before. I can only now have music in front of me. So I'm... I'm I can't remember lyrics now because I've worked at a church. Yeah. So I have to, actually, you have to have it on a screen. I, was hoping, I wish I had a stand, but I have my computer here. But I'm thinking I'm going to do a song. I wrote this arrangement for the first Noel. I really like this song, so I'm going to do this one. All right. Take your okay? time. Make sure you feel good vocally. Mm. And when you're, when you're ready, go ahead. Cheers to you. To Jesus? To Jesus, to God, to the Holy Spirit, and to everybody watching right now. Good job with the Trinity. Certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. No.
You really added something. I told Joey. Opposite for me. I told Joey before that song started. I said, "Don't you do anything? (laughs) You don't you sing in your mic?" But what you did, I really enjoyed. Well, when Toby, thanks for not saying that to me, Matt. No, I thought (laughs) when Toby is touched, he just when he is physically touched, you just uh, you just excel. Wait, okay, you need physical touch sometimes. No, yeah, what you did ruined my night. Okay, so I, I I thought that was awesome. So well, thank you, man. Congratulations you, on a, a live thing. I think it's re- I, well. I mean, I'm really happy that we can do stuff like that. Just it's really that we nice. do it. good too. That y'all are here in studio. That it looks good. That we've got a crew here. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, I've got we got some good questions here. But let's do let's do one more really gaudy, uh, extra okay, extra self reflexive thing here. Oh, let's yes. force the three people that are. Uh, helping us do this broadcast to come in front of the camera real yes. quick. I know oh, that's yes. ridiculous, but let's just go ahead yep. and do All it. All right, so, folks. 
You're getting ready to see the num- backbone num- of BC. And, and I'm not you know, I'm not going to make you or let you talk, but let's just parade Reva. Yeah, Goose you're and not Jacob allowed to speak. Here. So I, I want you guys to come and wave to the people so you can see who who helps us yeah. do this stuff. So just Nope, you're not in oh, camera. Come, come, on, sta- come, come on. stand on screen here. Wow. This is Goose. This is Jacob and this is Reva. And they do the all Reva. Is the is the Reva. So thank you guys very, very much in front of the live audience, in front of everybody yep. else. Uh, consider this your Christmas bonus. Right. Thank you, guys. We gave you fame. <laughs> All right. Now, scram. Who else could give you fame? <laughs> we won't give you money, but we will give you fame. <laughs> okay. No, not seriously. Not only do they seriously. do a great job, but they're fun to be around. They, they really are. Oh, they're adorable people. All right. I mean, I'm telling you. The alcoholism and the profanity bother me with all three of them. Right. But other than that, they really make this thing yeah, work. Yeah, and you can yeah. tell Reva has a lot of pent-up aggression. Oh, but so much aggression. Hey, she so doesn't let it out. She doesn't camp- let it out. Uh, she, she just keeps not. it in. On her own she time. has a fuse longer right, than yeah. you. Right. you. I think Goose abuses his wife, but he doesn't talk about it well, here. Well, I wouldn't go that far. That's not that big good of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I use, domestic violence isn't usually that funny, but <laughs> maybe for Christmas. <laughs> maybe for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we did get some questions here. My phone died while I was looking at them, so I'm on Joey's computer now to, to figure them out, to, to go back and look at them. But um, we had Your one. dad's been texting you too much. Cause your phone to die. Yeah, no, that is that is the case. But I I, I see some questions here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I? I want to do a personal one that I think we all care about. Nobody else here is going to care about this. But thank you, Josh Alton, Aiton, A I T O N, Aiton. Will Clemson win it all this year? And what he's talking about is the national championship, which right now is a playoff with Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, right, and Washington. Washington. Yep. What do y'all think? Like, if you had to bet. $10,000 of your own money. Would you yeah. bet it on Clemson or, or what? Well, hey, you, Joey, well, b- seriously, yeah. $10,000 of your right, own money. Right, right, Let me just, right, right, right. let me flip this around a little bit. And I would say if I was going to go the Alabama route, I would be nervous. I'll say that certainly. If I was going to bet money on Alabama, I'd be like, oh man, this wow. isn't a sure bet. So I have to say that if I had to bet money, it's hard to separate this from my prejudice towards Clemson, but I think I'd have to go Clemson just because I don't think Alabama can keep on winning national championships. <laughs> I mean, watch right. them win it all. But I do yeah, that, think that Deshaun it. Watson is poised to do something special in the playoffs. Do you think that we are, do you think that Clemson is equal to Ohio State and Washington? Like For are, sure, are better we, than that. But you think Alabama we have a better is shot? The, is the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had to bet your own money yeah. or a child's life or something, I mean, Alabama is the best way to That would be so scary if you had to bet $10,000 sure. of your own money. Or and, your child's life. Yeah, or your child. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd bet Alabama for right. your child's life. Right. You just would. You just, that's the only, that's right. the safe. It, this is a really sure. good question. I, okay, another one for Joey. Joey can start this here. Joey, this comes from Lucas Perotti. Uh, Joey, I am 26 and my, my hair, hair is thinning, thinning out. I see it. When did you go bald and what is the best haircut to cover that up in your experience? Also, when should I just shave it? Well, to make a long story short, I'll never now, forget. Also, hey, uh, wait real quick. Lucas, when Joey went bald, he shaved everything. Not, I mean, just any hair on his body. Shins. He down, is shorn. Down there. Chest. Down there. Shorn. Nutsack. Right. Short legs. Butthole. Right. Anus. No, no, everything. no, I didn't do that. That's not true. Your anus is very no, hairy. I don't know how. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. The first well, place he went bald the was anus. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's how. That's the first sign. Uh, I would have been so devastated. I'm, I mean, my anus looks real weird without the hair. Without the hair, my anus looks so bizarre. Well, here, here's <laughs> when, it's embarrassing. When Matt and Super Toby, embarrassing. I just don't have the right shape of anus without hair. 
Right. Go ahead, Joey. Right. When Matt and Toby met me, I had my slick back hair going on. When my when my wife, who's watching you right now, thick full of hair. When she met yeah. me, I mean, it was slick back, and I, I'm going to admit, I loved it. I mean, I kind of thought I was cool, like I wore my penny loafers. <laughs> Like you're admitting that you loved your hair. I loved it. Okay. I, I right. just love the fifties look and, and yeah. kind of, you know, that's so, uh, Priscilla and I were engaged and she, you could tell she was so nervous. She was like, Joey, I was like, what in the world's going on? Like, I'm, are you going to leave me or what? She's just like, there's gaps in your strands and they're just getting a little too significant. You can't do that anymore. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't slick my hair back. So it was like a, comb over or something yeah 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 it was just and very in, significant and you were in college no this was to, this was third year of teaching so three years out of college Mid-20s. so yeah we're talking 23 that's when i went bald and at that from that point on i either crew cutted it like this or just bicked it pretty much and i honestly it, people look at bald folks and tease them and say like oh it's too bad do that anymore I, like i I've never been at a place other than like, dang it, I can't slick my hair back. I've never been at a place where I cared. Like bald yeah. is not that big of a deal. Now, no, if, I think it's totally normal. Now, if fact, I had your people... shape of, and I'm not knocking you, but Thank when you. we were RAs and yeah. all the guys shaved their heads, you don't have a great head. Thank you. So Thank you I would that. be upset if I had to shave my head. My head had like those, you know, dents in it and stuff. Look, and, and just, just if, <laughs> you, lumpy. if you want to look at it, objectively the uh the time it is to be a bald man is the best it's ever been because right. of two two reasons one is because bald men sh- shave their heads in droves so it make you you don't stand out that weird like for instance uh you don't look like bull from night court anymore right which you know right. there used to be some bizarro character right. powder right you, it, it's not some bizarro thing and two the uh, in vogueness of beards have helped out a lot. Right. So you can oh, yeah. do a, a Joey Svensson or a Zach Bolin or whatever it is where you got the big beard and nothing else. And it's like it makes up for it in a tough way. So it's the best time ever to be bald. We People have finally figured out how to do that. I got another good question here. And it was uh, Seth Parker asked, was quitting your church job the best decision you've ever made? Follow up. I am currently a church media guy. Good, I think it's a great question. Uh, was quitting the church the best decision? And I don't think that's the best way to phrase it from his right, right, right. part because was it a good decision? Would well, it's a, a work decision it. and a brain decision uh, for my, my personal health and the health of the church. Yes, for sure. Like, I don't think, like, I, Joey can vouch for this because Joey and I worked at the same campus at our church. I loved our church. I loved our people. I thought that what they were trying to do was to honor God and do great things for the Lord, but whatever the mission was, I didn't feel completely on it at the end. Right. So I was wrestling with, oh man, I love this place. I want to stay. It's it's safe. I got a a solid income, health benefits, all this stuff. Am I being a read... I was gonna say, <laughs> am I am I questioning my? You were about to say retard. Yeah, I was Thank gonna you say for retard. Tongue, but you didn't say it, so nobody can get mad am at you. I, am I being, your tongue. Uh, say I'm just gonna you. go ahead and say, it. am I being a retard by just totally leaving this? Like, I, I mean, am I just being just? Am I making a, some kind of mistake for my family by just going? Okay, I want to do something different as opposed to being safe and making, you know, making decisions that will be safe for my family. So in one way, it was a very dangerous situation, a dangerous decision. And then in the other, um, it is, it is maybe the best decision. Cause I feel like 
if I actually believe in God, isn't he going to take care of me, care of me if I'm seeking him? If, if Jesus is real, I've said this a million times, Jesus is real, the creator of all these things, can't he help me get through quitting a church job like that? He has to have that much power. Yeah. If not, then he doesn't exist. I mean, if he can't get me at least to be able to provide for my family when I'm working hard, then he's not a God that exists. So I believe in Jesus. I believe that God can help us. And what's, that's what's really crazy is I really felt like God was telling me to quit, which is so funny that I worked at a church, which its main goal is to spread the gospel but I felt like God was telling me to quit the church yeah. because I just wasn't there anymore. I felt like I wasn't on the mission of the church. I felt like things that they were, where they were headed was not where I was headed. And that, I think I was doing, I, I, I could have done a disservice to them if I would have stayed. And there was somebody that I was maybe taking their job. There's another worship leader that probably wanted that job and would have excelled and done things that I couldn't have done with better skills. And so this is a long answer. Overall, one of the best decisions I've ever made because I feel more free and and more ready to <laughs> pursue the future. Now, also, is extremely scary not knowing where your paycheck's coming from and and not knowing uh, that you have safety and what that looks like. And my wife texted me today and said, signed our two oldest kids up for soccer and it was $125. I was like, shit. Oh, shit. Shit. Well, now, when I worked we... at church, I would have never said that because I was like, our income is solid. My income right now is not solid. It is not solid or foundation. It is kind of there. <laughs> so I want my kids to play soccer and do sports and all those things, but I got to figure that out. So we'll see. But so there is a little bit of fear or uh, a doubt of the unknown, uh, a, a doubt of the future or for the future, but at the same time, I'm kind of excited. It makes me feel like I'm doing something. Well, that's kind of a PC answer of you to give, and I understand why you would give that. And I'll go, I'll give I said, a more. I even I'll, said retard. Yeah, you did say retard in your answer, so I give you credit for that. It's not PC. I, I will give you where I'm at, which and I'm just thinking this stuff out loud as I go, but I almost feel like all church jobs are not good jobs. They're good for a little bit, and I think they're just taxing, and I just don't think they work out for almost anybody, and we'll see how that plays out, but I, I do think that is kind of the theme and the case and people get burned out on church. Now, case in point, Aaron Lunsford just, uh, asks here. He says, why does Toby, Toby hate my church? Why does Toby hate my church? <laughs> he says, cause Toby went to his church for a while. Then he talked about it on the podcast and then now Toby hates the church. But here, here's what he says. Come back, give them another chance. They got a new bass player. <laughs> so maybe it'll be better now. Maybe you want to go give them another chance. <laughs> That's oh. from Lunsford. I mean, he also said <laughs> a little bit later. He wrote, "Do you think? Do you guys think Trump finger banged, banged Kanye today?" <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll tell you what. As far as online presence that go, guys, all over the place. Don't listen to anything Aaron Lunsford says. No, listen to only Aaron Lunsford is my goal. I mean, I think the things it, he says it's is a, amazing. It's, a, it's definitely a wild card. But I, I yeah, I do. I appreciate uh, Aaron Lunsford's uh, social media presence. Do we have any other questions? Oh, wait, here? wait. Let me answer that, though. He said, why do I hate his church? I did go to Aaron's church. I do not hate it. I thought it was very, such great. <laughs> I thought it was the best at community and hanging out and fellowshipping and stuff like that. That's one thing that I think the church misses out on. Like, when you go to church... You uh, walk into the foyer, and there's a difference. You're not in the outside world anymore. And then there's maybe some coffee or beverages or some snacks. And then you go into the sanctuary, and you're supposed to be quiet. And this is where, you know, it's got you got serious about your worship now, that you're in the sanctuary, and you're in there. And you got to sing, and then you got to listen. And then you got to respond. And do that every day for the rest of your life on Sundays. 
I mean, it's insane that every church has very similar stuff. You know what's really funny? Some people come to me, hey, my church, you should try it. Way different. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, what's different about it? Man, we just. My pastor, real man. (laughs) My pastor, we. He tells it for real. He tells you the Bible. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Great. What is it? What does that mean? Like, it's so vague. Like, church in general, uh, I think church in general really is about people, like talking about people and their, who they are, not about Jesus. I, I'm just at a point where I just, if I'm going to spend my time, my time is super valuable. Everybody's time is super valuable, not just mine, but I'm just talking about me. Right now, my time is super valuable. If I'm going to go to church, just teach me about Jesus so I can go, man, that's not right. Or, man, that's right. At least I can think about it, like respect my time and respect my brain. That's what church does not do, in my opinion. Toby it does go- not do that well. All right, Toby, Let's- going along with that thought, Chris Leonard says, I've seen a bunch of discussion on churches not having a service this year on Christmas. Should that be a big deal like many are making it out to be? I mean, the craziness is absolutely not. It shouldn't be a big deal. And it's for the very reason that Toby just talked about is like churches, it's about the people. It's not about a service. So my gosh, how how much more church can you get than hanging out with your family on Christmas and and reflecting on family, reflecting on God? So I think it's absolutely crazy that people, and I've even heard people say, well, is God not important enough for you to go to church on Christmas, on a Sunday? It's just, that's nuts. All right, let's do, a, let's do one more question here. And that is, uh, I like this. This is from Christopher Webb. He says, well, you, can I, real, real quickly, right before you say it, man, just real quick comment. Aaron Ratliff said, Alabama is, clear, is the clear number one for a reason. Eat shit. Get the hell off our Facebook. Hey, yeah, you we, are, we hey, you man, don't hey, know hey, what hey, you're hey, talking about. We're just blocked. You, you can, don't know what you're talking about. Come on now. Aaron Rat, Liff. Okay, so the question here is from, from Christopher Webb. I think this is an interesting one. It says, you don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. That's right, Aaron. Uh, we're sorry, Aaron. It says, do you guys see a higher calling I'm at sorry. any point that you'll choose to follow? A more major role in your church down the road. And Damn, I'll, I'll start you guys to answer don't that. have a higher calling well, right now. Well, you know what? I like that. Wait, co- we I, don't have a higher higher calling right now. He says, "Do you guys see a higher calling at any point that you'll choose to follow?" Well, so you're not I, look, right now. I guess. I'm intent on following this super lower calling for a really long time. I love the lower calling. That's the way I want to address his question. The uh, the assumption is his question is this current low calling that we're doing. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm really. I think it kicks ass. We're making a ton of money. We have a lot of fame. We get lots yep. of chicks, and it's really easy. So many. So I'm gonna All just right. maintain this lower calling. For a, I'm gonna ride it <laughs> I'm just out. Gonna ride this out. If the higher calling comes, then yes, I'll go with it. But I'm hoping the low <laughs> calling that we have now remains. But to and, and seriously about that, I kind of, and, and you might you might pick this up, but I think what we're doing, and I don't like to be uh, self-important, but I do think it's important. I really do. I think what we I'm do. proud of you for saying that. I man. really do. I think it's important to uh, try to give people permission to explore stuff. I think it's hard to communicate that sometimes. I think it's vulnerable and dangerous to stick up for stuff that could make you look bad. And I think the road that we take is a little bit difficult, and I find it to be a high calling. I, I don't really mean you're necessarily trying to be insulting to us, so I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I thought it was an easy joke. But I think what we're doing is important, and I'm fine with the things that other people are doing too. But I think to challenge things and identify problems and recognize them clearly, give people, people permission to explore and to have – uh. I think to make a place where it's safe for people to explore and leave 
unhealthy faith, unhealthy legalism, unhealthy fundamentalism. Yep. To create that space is, is you can use the word calling or not. I think it's important. Um, even if this is all we ever do, that's totally fine with me. And I know there's plenty of people that do testimony, gospel, preaching, I'm not knocking those things. But I do, I do actually, and, and rarely do I like to say it, but this question uh, prompts it a little bit. I, I do think that the, the stuff we do is valuable and important. If I had to, if I had to stick up for it, I will in in that regard. But I don't, I don't take your question as an insult. But I thank you for that question. Man, these are they turned out to be some good questions. Yep. You guys did a great job. Uh, I know we're just kind of messing. That's with the thing because we do the live thing. People say, "Well, you're live, but you never interact." I think it's hard to interact with a Andy. Damn it, Andy Nichols made the thing the joke that always gets on my nerves. He says Matt is sling right now. Screw you, Andy. <laughs> Why Andy, is he joking? Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me. Can I give some context to this? Feel free. Okay, so we did a Matt and Toby living room tour where Andy Nichols was our uh, drummer, right? He's our and so bass Matt. And Dev is oh, not so there'll be tons of times where Matt's just talking and he's trying. Mm-hmm. And Matt's going into his Matt jokes, which are sometimes a hair dad joke or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I would lean back to Andy and I go, like, Matt. Sling. And Andy would die laughing because Matt's just showing out, just talking, you know, because Matt always, I mean, Matt it uses hands and arm expressions the widest you can get. Like he, he when he talks, his hands had to, like, listen, like, you know, people go, like, Joey, when you talk at church and you do your sermon where you like, you'll, you kind of get that way too, actually. Yeah. You're not a good example. But most people, when they talk with their hands, they talk like this. But Matt goes like this and he's telling a story. He's trying to make people laugh. And I just lean back and go slaying. And then we, we would say slaying, slaying. And Matt got pissed. It really <laughs> frustrates me to do that because it's. And he doesn't get pissed about much. It's hard to communicate effectively to even a group slaying. of 40 or 60 people much less in a camera, and for somebody to mock you in real time <laughs> yeah. while you're trying to communicate an idea well right. is stifling and frustrating as hell. And I know Andy does it on purpose just to, just to make get me frustrated. I, I understand know. that now. But, yes, that of course it always frustrates me. But, you know, anyway. Uh, but, I mean, that's the greatest thing for us because fr- you are pretty unflappable. Like, what is your heartbeat usually? 30 something? Oh, am I? <laughs> you know what? I, re- I measure my heart rate. Is, is, uh, I can get, I have a resting heart rate often in the <laughs> Who 50s. Who measures their heart rate as much as you? Well, I'm proud like, of it. It's all, super it, proud. It's like an like, I'm like in the 50s. I register at 56, you know. <laughs> I, I promise you, the last year I've heard Matt say at least 10 to 12 times. Yeah, hey, you know what's crazy? Sometimes my resting heart rate is unreal. My resting heart rate is just—I mean, it, it hey, well, is. I wanted to—I uh, want—I wanted to ask—I wanted to ask y'all something. We're, we're wrapping this thing up. My resting heart rate is unreal. I wanted to ask you guys, no like, how how do y'all do Santa Claus at your house with with how old your kids are and everything? Like, I I have started a tradition that I'm actually really proud of. Like, I tell my my two sons, they're the they're the only ones that believe in Santa Claus at this point. My girls, eight and 10, they don't believe. Yeah. So William and I and Waylon, we open uh, or actually we leave a beer and then we leave a plate of chips. And I tell him, I was like, look, Santa is going house to house eating milk and cookies. Don't you think he gets sick of that? Like how cool is it going to be to come to our house and get a beer and chips? And they just think it is the greatest That's total tradition. They'll never forget that. But what we usually do is we never have get that line. Right. Um, we have one present from Santa to all the kids. Some people like everything comes Santa? from Santa. What's the what? present? No, no, no. From you, Santa to oh, the kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, you know, real simple, real small. Like we don't want Santa to be now the, the older deal. two kids. Are they going, 
They just play. Yeah, they play along. No, I mean, when you're a little older and you don't believe and the younger ones do, How, it's what, fun uh, to jump uh, in. What age were they when they stopped believing? Pretty much for me. Um, when they ask, when they ask, ask I just, I just say, uh, no, nah, he's, he's not. And I, I think pretty much first grade at least yeah. uh, didn't go past first grade. Our youngest so. is three. And yeah. Jess just took them to see Santa. They had like a church our, at our church, a church party. And they had a Santa Claus, which I think is cool. I hate it when churches freak out about Santa Claus yeah. or whatever. Um, but anyway, so our old, our youngest, June, she's three. She walked away and she stopped and turned around and ran back to Santa and whispered in his ear. And he goes, yes, he is real. And Jess was like, oh, I was here out in Seattle. I didn't get to see it, which sucks. But uh, June walks back and, Je- and Jess goes, hey, what did you ask Santa Claus? She said, is Rudolph real? <laughs> that is awesome. So she she knows like Santa's Santa. real. She sees Santa because he's right there. She's like, holy now, shit, but, this guy's real. But the metaphysical question to June is, right? What about Rudolph though? Is he yeah, real? Yeah, wait a minute. If if, if Rudolph skeptic, isn't real, everything falls apart. I was skeptical of Santa, but clearly you've beyond right. a shadow of a doubt, you've proven you're right. real. But it's that Rudolph character. Is it, that real? It, isn't that <laughs> awesome though that a three year old can ask that and it just be so such an authentic? Just to moment. question. You mean to question Gosh, reality? I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she asked cool. the reality. Yep. Yeah, she asked a reality real. question. Yep. Ah, that's so awesome. I love little kids when that. What little kids can ask and say is just always blows my mind. I love it. I, I think that's really cool too. That I, like we do the same thing. We only say one present from Santa, right. and I. I still don't know where I land on telling kids that Santa is real. I don't. I used to think totally, and now I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it matters. Yeah. But there's something about the mystical, uh, mythological figure of good that appeals to me. So I don't. I don't really think there's anything detrimental about right. it. Some people say very detrimental. Like I saw a pic. Have y'all seen the video going around the pastor that walks down the Santa Claus line and says, Santa's not real. No way. He's no. not real. Only Jesus. Something like that. Yeah. I was like, why would you be such an asshole to people? Right. Why would you do that? I mean, what, what, what's the danger of the tooth fairy? Yeah. What really is it? Like Ruby, our oldest, she can't wait. Like it, it helps us pull her teeth when they're right. really wiggly and bloody and loose. We can pull it because she goes, hey, the Tooth Fairy can give me a quarter. Or That's whatever. funny. I uh, Tooth Fairy and Easter Bunny never did, uh, especially Easter Bunny. I hate the Easter Bunny. Like, so I, I the, our kids never, like I said, Santa, real. <laughs> yeah. Easter Bunny, hell no. <laughs> There's no such thing as an Easter Bunny. <laughs> it's like, why would you think bunnies would come give you something? And lay eggs or yeah. have eggs. Why I does just think bunnies so have weird? eggs? It's kind of gross. No, it is. All right. So let me remind you just one more time during the broadcast here that we have a album that we put together at our Christmas party a couple nights ago here in Seattle with Zach Bolin, Chad from King's Kaleidoscope, uh, Dan from Sherwood, Emery did a couple songs, Vocal Few did a couple songs. I don't know if I'm leaving anybody out. Uh, Mixed and mastered, ready to go. And uh, you can get that thing for whatever you want. A penny, $10, $100. Go to badchristian.com or the link above in this Facebook feed. Um, and go pay what you want, and we'll send it to you. It's gonna, it's, it'll be mixed in the next 12, 24 hours, and we'll send you a copy of it. Um, the other thing I would like to tell you about is my friend Joey. I'm not spending any time on this, but I will tell you my friend Joey just released his first book. We got it, physical copies yep. of it right here. They're shipping right now. His book is called Fundamentalist, and it's about how he is mentally ill. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Was mentally ill? I'm still a little bit. I would say he still is a little bit. And it's a, it's a really interesting book. We put it out. 
uh, go to badchristian.com or fundamentalistpastor.com. And, and the audio that Toby that. did. Toby is did and the I audio the, book. I did the entire audio book. Here's I the read book it. right here. And I think this is incredible because your kids and your kids' friends are going to come over, have a sleepover, and they're going to look and they're going to see this thing on the shelf and say, what's that? And you can say, it's my dad's book. He wrote it. And I am really proud of you. That Like, I don't have a book. I wish I did. And you have a book that you wrote. I well, you definitely amazing. can write about your mental illness, for sure. I don't have any mental illness. You bastard. <laughs> if I did, I'd have a book, but I don't, so I don't. But yeah, I guess I, maybe if, it's not a mental illness, but you can definitely write a book about you. Maybe so. Okay, so we're going to be at the end of the episode here. Let's try something a little bit fun. Okay. Um, Toby, you know how you said you got to pull up the lyrics on stuff to sing it? Yes. All right, so here's what I want to do just to wrap this episode up. I'll go try to play and sing Jingle Bell Rock. If you all sing it with me, if you'll pull up the lyrics. Okay. And we'll be out of here. This will be the end of the episode. Okay? Cool. All right. So we're going to get together and do it. Let me get the guitar to work. If you're at home, then sing along with us. Tell us how good of uh, singers you are. Yep. Okay. Joey, you're going to sing too. You're going to sing harmony. Yo, this is how we roll. All right. Well, as, uh, as Matt is preparing for this song, um, you're a I'm pastor, to, so lead the benediction. I just want to tell everyone that the prophets talked about this a long time ago. In fact, we're from their lineage. Amen. Now, don't when I say lineage, don't think lineage is. Yeah. I said lineage. Mm-hmm. lineage. Just one. Single. There's a single damn single lineage. Lord. Single Lord. Now, Isaiah 7, 14 says, Therefore, the Lord himself right. will... Give you a signa. That's the Hebrew. Sig- That's the Hebrew. The vagina will be with chilled and wait. wait, wait what's happening? Whoa, 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 what's happening right now? I'm just trying to read this. Oh wait, you didn't. You aren't really good at reading. Beer. T- All right, let's start the song. <laughs> to a son. <laughs> Come sing it with me here. All right, are we good on the microphone and the camera? All right, here we go. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime and jingle bells swing. Snowing and blowing, your bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime and jingle bells chime. Joe's in a prince in a jingle bell square. In the frosty air. To go riding in a one-horse sleigh Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet Jingle around the clock Mix and mingle and jingle and me That's the jingle bell, that's the jingle bell That's the jingle bell Yo! 
You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.